what do Adam and Eve have to do with the circle of life? Everything, it turns out. I'm Rabbi Jordan Parr, and this is Torah for Christians. Welcome to Torah for Christians. I'm Rabbi Jordan Parr. During the next few episodes, we will be discussing the Jewish life cycle from birth until death. We will also delve into issues of Jewish medical ethics, such as birth control, abortion, assisted suicide, and other controversial topics. But today we are going to talk about the couple who started it all, Adam and Eve. I'm beginning with them because with one notable exception, they embody the Jewish life cycle. We are going to get to the specifics of this creation story when we return to the Bible, but in this context, Adam and Eve have much to tell us. Let's start with the exception. Adam and Eve were not born. In this creation story, God created Adam from the dust of the earth and Eve from Adam's rib. This is hardly the way that we conceive and bear children today. However, there is an argument to be made that Eve was pregnant before the couple was thrown out of the Garden of Eden. Without going into the finer points of biblical Hebrew grammar, when we look at Genesis chapter 4, which follows the expulsion, it takes us back a bit in time and says that Adam, quote, had known his wife Eve. In Genesis, the verb to know, yada, means that the couple was intimate. But the construction of this verb indicates that their sexual activity took place while they were still in the Garden of Eden. In other words, Eve was pregnant with Cain before they left the Garden of Eden. Reading the text this way indicates that the so-called original sin of Adam was not sex. For Jews, the original sin, if we can even call it that, was disobeying God's command not to eat from the tree of good and evil. While Adam and Eve were not born, Eve did become pregnant and give birth to Cain, then Abel, and later Seth, who replaced Abel and is our common ancestor, being the progenitor of Noah. Now let's look at what God said to Adam and Eve after learning that they ate the forbidden fruit. God first spoke to Eve. Eve's punishment was twofold. First, she would experience pain in childbirth. Second, Adam would rule over her. What do we learn from this? We learn that in Eden, women would not experience any pain in childbirth. And most important, God's original intent in creation was the equality of men and women. While today we can use medicines to mitigate labor pains, we can also work towards returning us to Eden by working towards equality and equity between the genders. By doing so, we restore the original intent of creation. God punished Adam by making him work for his food. In Eden, bread grew on bushes. Outside of Eden, Adam had to grow the food that he and Eve would eat. But even more important, God told Adam that he would eventually die. We learned that the original intent was for Adam to live forever. His punishment was mortality. Consequently, we will learn of various death rituals to perform when a person passes away. As we move through the first chapters of Genesis, we see that both Cain and Seth marry, have children, 
see their children marry and have children and then die. We also see murder and sacrifices, but we'll save those topics for a later day. I know that this is a very brief episode, but I promise you, in the coming weeks, we will dive into all these topics. Next week, we will talk about birth and birth rituals in Judaism, including the ritual of Brit Milah of circumcision. Please join us. Have a great day, and remember, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for us to dwell together in unity. Till we see each other again. I'm Rabbi Jordan Parr, and this has been Torah for Christians. Thank you.